Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 from verse 1. I, I, I learned this um, very many years ago. That secret investment is the key to public manifestation. Your success is not what you try to demonstrate in the open. Your success is based on your secret investment. With, with God especially. He says, take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds. That's givings. Are you here? If you're here, say amen. Uh -huh. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men. Before men. To be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Verse 2. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, that is your givings, kingdom givings, helping the poor, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet um, before you as the hypocrites in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I said to you, they have their reward. You're not giving to impress me. In our church, whether you are a tither or not, I, I do not know. When, when we're growing up, in many of our orthodox settings, there are, you know, cards that are given to families and they know which particular person is a tither or a giver. We don't do that here. We've never done that here. It's between you and God. You can be a pastor and not even be giving at all. You can be a leader and not be doing anything. But God sees you. He says, he says uh, verse 3 now, verse 3. Verse 3 says, But when you do a charitable, they do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Verse 4. Praise the Lord. That your charitable deed may be where? Okay, secret. And your father who sees where? In secret will himself reward you in secret. You can't hide it when God blesses you. Don't try to copy people publicly. You see them buying a house. Ah, Peter, I want to buy a house by force. Do you know what he has done in, the pri in his privacy? Maybe you should go and sit him down. Come, you've bought a house and you didn't steal. How did you do it? Then you can hear the investment in the secret place. The givings, the savings, the plannings that led to the open rewards. It's my prayer that this month of May will be a month of rewards in the name of Jesus Christ. It, many people like the open rewards. They like when people see them appear like they are doing well. Doing well on the outside is a function of secret investment. If you fail in that secret investment, the open one will fail. Just a matter of time. I'm saying that because you don't have to wait for people to encourage you or to prod you up before you do your covenant obligations. Before you do what you know will bless you. You've got to do it. Let God see you and himself will reward you in the open. Verse, uh, I think verse 5 or verse 6. Verse 5. And when you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, they have, I said to you, they have their reward. Verse 6. Praise the Lord. Verse 6. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father where? Who is in the secret place? Your prayer life. You can be a Christian and not pray for a whole week. Nobody will know. But after a while, the failures in the open will show that he's not been praying. She's not been praying. <laughs> you know, in Yoruba land, they say, uh, everybody will know what we cook and that got burnt. When it gets burnt and the stench comes out, everybody knows that something was cooking and has got burnt. What you and God are burning in secret will show for everybody. 
So when we are doing online prayers, don't be there and say, I'm busy. My work schedule is hard. You're not praying. Others are praying. You got to pray. You got to pray. It says, it says, your father was in secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you where? Openly. You are not working hard on, on your business to be seen by me. No, the hard work will show in the open one day. Diligence, givings, prayers, fasting. Verse 16 now. So whether your friend is doing it or not, you are committed to doing it. The things that work. And my father that sees me in secret, he will reward me. Openly say, moreover, when you fast, and you see those, the language, moreover, when, it's not an if, that means there are times, there are, there's a schedule for prayers, a schedule for fasting. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Verse 17 says, but you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. Verse 18 so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place. So when, when we are fasting as a church, and then you are a young woman, young man, healthy, no medical issue, and by 11.30 you are... Uh, and by 12.30... <laughs> and then you could mostly keep breaking it. And when it's time to pray, only you have energy in the entire hall. They say it's just things are anointing. No, 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 you're waiting for the young before everybody. <laughs> that you do not appear to me to be fasting, but to your father who is in the secret place, and your father who says where in secret we reward. That means all this, the prayers, the fastings, the givings, the diligence. You don't need people to applaud you. When they do, thank God for them. The real applause is from where? Your father that sees you in secret. And when he sees, and then your cup is full, he will, he will not reward you secretly too. He will reward you. It's like a lady that, like, that gets pregnant. The, 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 the thing that happened is in secret. But when the thing manifests, everybody sees it. The tummy begins to move out. This is how you should live your life. This is how you should live your life. Don't live your life to be seen by men, to be doing what is right. Don't live your life based on people. Oh, this is how they are doing it. Let me, show, let me do my own. No. Your father that sees you in secret will reward you in the open. What we call great testimonies are open rewards from God. His own manifestation. The person that prayed. Somebody says he was, he was touching the leg every night. Midnight praying. My leg is healed. And then he had a dream that maggots were coming out of his legs and now the pain has disappeared. That healing is permanent in the name of Jesus Christ. Your father that sees you in secret himself will reward you in the open. Let me close with this analysis from Elijah. Um, uh, First Kings 19. As we celebrate a new month, I want to challenge you to serve God. Don't say others are not serving him. What is, what is the essence? Nobody is serving God. You check Twitter, you check social media, it looks like ah, everybody has backsliding. The people are not, who, who told you? Who told you? That was the dilemma of a prophet, Elijah. 
Elijah was very zealous for God, very committed to God. And then suddenly he realized that from his own observations, nobody is serving God. And he, and he complained. Look at this. Um, no, First Kings 19 verse 14. Thank you, sir. Oh, my. Verse 14, quickly, please. Verse 14. Some people dropped their zeal for God because of this mistake. The I alone syndrome. Or oh, in the church, I'm the only one doing everything. Nobody, I mean, I will stop. In my office, look at Lagos. Nobody, people don't go to church. People don't serve God anymore. I, I won't do it again. And he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord of hosts. Because the children of Israel have what? Forsaken your covenant, turned down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone. Can you see that? I alone. I am left. And now only me that is serving God. They want to kill me. I'm not serving God again. Verse 15. <laughs> then the Lord said to him, go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Azahir as king over Syria. We will not be replaced in Jesus' name. And said, and you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi, as king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Ebed-Meholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. This thing came from that reaction. Okay, you're tired. Okay, because he wasn't going to die at that time. You're tired, only you are serving God. Okay, anoint Elisha to take your place. That was where he started from. It wasn't organic. He alone. He said, and you shall anoint Jehu. What is this? And you shall anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, as king over Israel. And Elisha, son of Shaphat, of Ebel-Meholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. Now 17. It shall be that whoever escapes the sword of Azahir, Jehu will kill. And whoever escapes the sword of Jehu, Elisha will kill. But look at God's response in verse 18. Yet, don't think you are the only one serving God in Lagos, in your family. Um, I'm the only one that goes to church, that tithe, that do everything. Say, yet, I have reserved how many? Are, are you there? How many? Please change this thing to verse 18. Ah, precious people. Wake up. Yet, I have what? How many? In where? All those whose knees have not bowed what? Every child is bad in the society. Stay, sit down there. Make your child bad. You regret it. All the children are like that.